Welcome to the Busy Mom Fit Podcast. My name is Lydia Rose. I'm your host and the creator of Busy Mom Fit. Today, I will be doing part two of therapy. If you haven't listened to episode five yet, where I talk about my journey with postpartum depression and anxiety and therapy, you can go listen to that. Um, It's kind of, it's a long one, but it's a really good one if you are struggling with that and you need some direction. I thought therapy was a failure. I always thought of uh, people who went to therapy as like, oh, wow, (laughs) it must be really low for you to have to go to therapy. And uh, yeah, sometimes you are. But honestly, it was life-changing for me. I highly recommend it. So go listen to episode five if you haven't yet. Today, I'm going to talk about some coping mechanisms, some therapy, if you will, that don't really have to do with like going to see a professional. Um, And they don't include like medication, anything like that. These are like natural things that are pretty easy to do. This one's going to be really short, by the way, because I've got, these are like three things that I do every day that really help me a lot. So for therapy, um, the first thing that I do is journal. And my husband has always given me a hard time about journaling. He's like, you spend more time like writing in that little book than I, like it would be more beneficial to you to go talk to someone. And so I mentioned this to my therapist and she was like, no, journaling is wonderful. I highly recommend it. And I think you should absolutely continue doing it, especially if it helps you. Because I've been journaling since I was a kid. Like I have notebooks from when I was like 13, 14 um, that I kept. I don't know why. Um <laughs> They're an interesting read, that's for sure. But it has been therapeutic for me to write out my thoughts. And it's like when I'm writing them on the page, they're just releasing from my brain and my body. And I don't think about them again. They may come up again when I just write them down again because it's obviously something that is still bothering me, is still lingering in my brain, and I need to just release it. So I usually, when I'm in my like go-getter phase, when everything's doing great, when I'm on my schedule, I get up early, 4.30 a.m. I'm an early bird. I meditate. Um, I do my devotions. And I journal. I usually write for 20 to 30 minutes, depending on like (laughs) what stage of life we're in. If I'm struggling, it may be a little bit longer. If I'm like in a really good place, it may just be something really short and sweet. But the one thing that I have to do, um, and this has really changed the way that I journal and I write things, is I have to start with gratitude. I have to come to writing from a place of gratitude. And if I start my journal with that affirmation, that grateful heart, it really even calms my nerves even more. Like if I'm struggling with something, if I'm in a negative headspace and I want to like write and be angry and like get something out of my system, forcing myself to find something to be grateful for is incredibly humbling, especially when you are angry or struggling mentally or something like that. Like I have to choose something to be grateful for. And it can't be like, I'm thankful for the sun or I'm thankful that it's gonna be 80 degrees today. Like it has to be something real, something tangible, something that's different than the day before. It has to be something that I'm grateful for. And that's how I start my journaling. So I journal every day. Another thing that I do for therapy is I have been trying to um, fix my hormones because I know my hormones have been really jacked up since Luca. 
it's part of the reasons I had my depression was so bad and my anxiety is so bad. Um, my hormones were just all out of whack. And you think like, oh, your body was meant to have kids. Like, surely it's meant to go back to normal after you have the kids, right? Your hormones know what to do. They know how to regulate. They know how to get back to the way they were. Yeah, that's not a thing. Um, some people, yeah, sure, they get back to normal. Other people, no. Me, I struggled big time, still struggle. So I'm working on fixing that, um, doing some research. I'm trying some natural techniques. Um, I know what's working and what's not. I'm trying some maca. I'm using um, ashwagandha for stress relief. I got rid of caffeine because caffeine was a massive trigger for me, which was super disappointing to find out because I am a coffee addict. Um, and absolutely love coffee and was like drinking a pot of coffee a day um, and found out, oh yeah, coffee makes you a psycho. So I had to quit drinking coffee, but I found a great alternative that works for me, makes me feel amazing. I only need one cup a day. Um, I will actually write a blog post about it because I love it that much and it has changed the game for me. So be on the lookout for that. But those are some things that have helped me. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm also taking uh, CBD oil drops from Soul CBD. I absolutely love them. I tried them a couple years ago and I didn't think they worked for me. I just thought it was kind of like BS. And it was like, oh, Instagram hype, like influencers selling you garbage that you're going to spend so much money on. And then I decided to give them another try. And this time I decided to learn how to use them properly and uh, fixing the dose was huge, huge difference. Um, I see a noticeable difference when I do not take my CBD drops in the morning. They are the first thing that touches my tongue in the morning. I think I'm using watermelon mint right now, which is amazing. My favorite has been the lime. I love lime. I love anything citrus. Love the lime one, but the watermelon mint is really refreshing, um, especially like first thing in the morning. It's kind of almost like brushing your teeth. It gives you that little hit of uh, the mint, and then the watermelon is really refreshing. They're just really good together, so I enjoy that in the morning. That really helps my mood be calm. It helps me like regulate. It really, really, really helps with my anxiety, so Regulating my hormones was another thing that really helped me a lot. And then, of course, a huge thing for me with therapy is fitness, exercise. Exercise has been proven just as effective or more effective for treating depression and anxiety than over-the-counter medication. Proven time and time and time again. Exercise is one of the best therapies that you can do. It doesn't have to be super strenuous. You don't have to go to the gym for hours a day. You can take a walk. Walking is magical for your body. If you are feeling bad, if you're having a bad day, going for a walk, I guarantee you will improve your mood. I guarantee you. It gives you time to think. It gives you time to just be alone with your thoughts and to process things. It helps you mix up your environment. It There's so many, so many good benefits to it. Also, walking is like free. It's easy. You can do it anywhere. You don't need any equipment. You don't even need headphones. I just walk and listen to nature and it's just quiet. I just want quiet sometimes. I have so much stimulation as a mom. Uh, sometimes I just want quiet. Um, my husband has music playing constantly 
somewhere in the car. Sometimes if I don't pick music, he's like, you know, losing his mind. And sometimes I just want to sit there in silence. Like I have heard so many things today. <laughs> don't want to hear another thing. I just, I don't want to like think I want to clear my mind. I just want to be. And that's it. So anyway, therapy is wonderful. If you need to talk to someone, go and talk to someone. But there are other things you can do that will help you cope. Journal, exercise, talk to a friend, um, work on your hormones, make sure that you're eliminating things that are triggering for you, things that are making it worse. Caffeine, lack of sleep, non-exercise, uh, your diet could be a huge factor. There are a lot of things that are going to affect your mental health. You need to do whatever you can to keep yourself in check and to make sure that your mental health is one of your top priorities. Yes, you need to take care of your body, but your mind is part of your body. Your brain is obviously a vital, important part of your body. It kind of, you know, controls everything. So if you're out of control, like what do you think that does for your body? Um, your body's releasing cortisol and like it's jacking up your hormones and your sleep schedule and your energy and your mood and like everything's off balance. So get yourself some help, figure out what ways you need to, what tools you need to use to find some therapy journal. Uh, I just use like a regular notebook. Um, I, my sister did some designs on it, so it's really pretty. Um, but I just use a regular notebook. I have like tons of them. Um, honestly, like I could probably just burn them after I write them because literally I just need to get the words out of my mind and onto the page, whatever you have to do, make sure you're taking care of yourself. You are really important to a lot of people, but it's important to take care of yourself for you first, because you are important alone without your kids, without your husband, without your friends, without your family, you are important and you do deserve to be taken care of. So Take care of yourself, my friend. If you need help, come and talk to me.